This is Jessica Brothers and Sean C. O'Neill on the Four Degrees of Fortitude podcast, where we believe in living a lifestyle that leads to a legendary legacy. You're ready to rock. I'm ready to roll. Let's Let's go. Are we recording? Oh, no, we are. Okay, Okay. here we go. (laughs) <laughs> not a blooper oh my god <laughs> take four we are recording okay hey 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 what's up everyone welcome to the get what you want podcast this is a four degrees of fortitude series with your host jessica brothers and sean c o'neill oh yeah baby. <laughs> today we're gonna talk about fuel this is the second pillar of our four degrees uh really excited about this you know i am Yeah, guys. So this is the second degree of fortitude fuel. Now we talked about focus in the last episode, which is really your navigational beacon. It is your overarching life plan, right? It it is the, it is the governing body over everything else that you do. But in our opinion, and especially in mine, and I'll tell you why, I believe that this is the pillar that really kind of changes the landscape for everything else. Because if you are weak, you have no endurance, you have no energy, you are going to get nowhere in your life, period, right? So this is what gives you the fuel to move forward to that focus. Yeah, absolutely. And I I agree, because if you're physically not present, and you're not giving your body what it needs, your brain's not going to work, you're going to be tired, which again, your brain's not going to work, you're not going to be able to function properly. Uh, your, your body's not going to have its nutrition. You're going to break down. Uh, you're going to get disease. You're not going to have that oxygen flow. You're not going to have that energy. I mean, there's so many things I could go on and on and yeah. on and on. Our body is our capsule. Yeah. Without our health, what do you have? You can make all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health to enjoy it or you're dead or diseased, you can't enjoy it. Yeah. So guys, in the last episode, in the focus pillar, we talked about having a life plan, right? Mm-hmm. In this pillar, we're really talking about a wellness plan. Now, a wellness plan enc- encapsulates many different things. Yes. First and foremost, and again, a lot of I'm going to put nutrition before fitness. Yes, thank you. I'm going to put nutrition before fitness. 100% of this. Because you see far off, and I'm, here's a little side blurb, you see so many people going there crushing the weights, lifting the gym, but they never change their body composition, yep. right? nutrition is everything. And if you go back and look at some of my pictures, right? I was always a big guy, always a big guy, but it wasn't until I got my nutrition in that I actually found my abs, right? My whole life, my my family's fat, I'm fat, must be genetics, right? Or the fact that I just didn't follow the meal plan. So we're going to talk about that. So nutrition plan, Mm -hmm. a fitness plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to put one more thing above nutrition. Above nutrition. Above nutrition. Mm -hmm. Debatable. No, it's a hundred percent. Okay. You want to know what it is? Yeah. Sleep. Well, that's part of a plan, right? It's part of a plan. Sleep is the most sleep, sleep is, is important. optimal. Without sleep, sleep your body won't your body won't even absorb nutrition. So in my wellness plan, one of my goals is to get six hours a day of sleep. And for me, that's <laughs> it's hard for him. That that's a lot, right? But so that's not a plan, but for me, that's one of the goals as part of my overall fitness plan, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use many different things. I've used a whoop in the past to track the quality of sleep, the duration, and I've actually worked hard using those metrics, or as I call KPIs, right? Key performance indicators that you use in business and also in my body mm-hmm. to move me closer to sleep. I realized that certain activities 
hurt my sleep, right? And certain activities improved my sleep. Mm -hmm. And I basically looked at the percentages of those things. And I started doing less of the things that hurt my sleep, more the things that helped my sleep. Mm -hmm. And I went from sleeping less than two hours a day, on average, documented on my whoop, to almost five hours a night, documented on my whoop as an average. Mm -hmm. That kind of increase for someone like me that has a high performance life, high stress job, you know, I put that demand in my body, that was vital. So I agree with Jessica, right? It is part of the plan. It's honestly, it's one of those non-negotiables. Yeah, it really is. Because if you, if you're not getting your sleep, your body's not recovering at all. In what way though? Describe, I mean, because you're yeah, physically, sure. mentally, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of different ways. So if your body's not recovering, you're not getting your human growth hormone. You're not getting your, basically in your REM sleep, yes. your body's not doing the processes to recover your muscles, to recover mm -hmm. your brain, to kind of reset your body. There's a lot of the biochemical reactions that happen during your sleep, mm -hmm. in your cycles. And you typically want about six sleep cycles in a 24 hour period. So naps are okay. You have 24 hours. There's no such thing as making up sleep. There's no awesome sleep when I'm dead. I'll sleep on the weekends. No, you have 24 hours before you damage your cellular health, lacking sleep. Also, when you're sleep deprived, you make poor food choices. Mm -hmm. You have higher cravings. Okay. And your workouts are more damaging to your body as well. So mm -hmm. that is part of your health. It is sleep, nutrition, and fitness in that category. That is why in my plan, I will never sacrifice sleep. I'm, I will sacrifice the other two first. I'm going to throw another, and I actually have, I actually have another component to my overall wellness plan, right? And, you know, that's my leisure plan. And I call my leisure plan, right? Because that's how I de-stress. And again, my leisure, right? So yes. it's a little bit different, but I, I have to schedule my leisure, right? Same, same. Well, I have to. So it has to be in the plan because if it's not, it's not written, it's not legal. So true. So true. So for me, Yes, I like going for long walks at Bush Gardens, right? That's a leisure for me. Yes, I'm still moving my body. I'm outside taking the sun on the eyes and the face and the skin, right? And out there just enjoying the day, look at the animals and, and, and lower my stress level, right? Because stress, cortisol levels yes, 100%. is another key component because when your stress is too high, your cortisol levels are too high, it is going to impact your body composition. It is going to impact the way you recover and it is going to impact the way you sleep. Yeah, you sleep, even the way you eat. Everything. Sure. Everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's break these down a little bit. I want to talk about nutrition really quick because that's yes. the important one. Yes. Now I'm going to share what I did guys. Okay. I ate every two and a half, three hours. So I figured out how many calories a day I should be burning. Mm -hmm. And because I wanted to lose a little bit of weight and here's the mathematics guys, one pound of fat is 3,500 calories. Mm -hmm. There's seven days in a week. So if you want to lose one pound a week, which for a guy my size is a realistic goal, okay, mm -hmm. that is a 500 calorie deficit a day. Mm -hmm. So if I burn 2,500 calories a day, I need to budget my food at 2,000 calories a day. Oh my God, so how do I do that, right? Here's the trick. First, I start my protein. Got to get my 200 grams of protein, right? So that's my 800 calories. I got to get my carbohydrates and I got to get my fats, right? So I break that down. And what I do then is I split that over six meals. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and how does he figure this out? Right. It's, it's real simple. There's, there's three things you should know. There's fats, there's carbohydrates, and there's proteins. Okay. Your fats for every gram of fat is nine calories, two and a half times than the other two. Okay, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just more concentrated calories. So you don't need as much fats in a serving. I'm not saying you don't need the fats. I'm just saying 
because you do. That's yes, brain health, joint health, so much. Uh, then you have your uh, carbohydrates, four calories per gram. And the same thing for protein, four calories per gram. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to break down. If you're having 20 grams of protein and it's four calories per gram, that's 80 calories right there. Yeah. So if you break down your macros roughly, right, and say I need, you know, 200 grams of protein a day, this many grams of fat, this many grams of carbohydrates, then you break that down. So for me, I'll tell you exactly what my meals look like. I would meal prep and I weigh out my protein. So I use about seven ounces of lean protein in a meal. Now, guys, I use a scale. I cut it up. It's, it's really easy, right? Because I meal prep, which means I do four or five days of cooking in one time. It takes me two hours. And when, I, when I'm done with that, I have nothing left over. So honestly, it's, it's frugal living. Mm -hmm. It's efficiency. Because mm -hmm. I only cook once and clean once, right? Mm -hmm. Seriously, the rest of it, my, my dirty dishes just go in the, in the, you know, the dishwasher, right? So by breaking this down, seven ounces of protein. And when I'm in a cutting phase, I do about a, about a half to three quarters of a cup of carbohydrates. Okay. And then I have my fats in there and I use my fats as the, as the sliding scale, as, as, as I'm getting, as I'm trying to lean down a little bit, I'm trying to, I pull that fat out a little bit more fat, a little bit more fat, a little bit more fat, you know, and that's how I cut down to like a peak week. Right. But what you want to do, if you maintain guys, here's a simple thing. The scale always tells lies, right? We're going to see, it's going to see something different. So what I recommend is two different ways, two KPIs, two metrics, whatever you want to say, scale and pictures, inches and pictures, mm -hmm. inches and scale. Use two of the three. Close two. Close two. Close. That's, that's essentially yeah. measuring, yeah. right? Close. Right. Exactly. So, so you use, use measuring scales and pictures because honestly, when I was at 220 pounds one time, I look like a bag of bubble gum, right? And then at 220,000 another time, I look pretty jacked. Bubble gum delicious. Bubblelicious. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, meal prepping. Yes. How does it feel during the week to not have to cook oh my God. and never answer this question? What the heck am I going to eat next? What's for dinner? Yes. What's yes. For yes. Talk about a stress release. Yes. How much time do you actually get? back. Yes. Meal prepping. You know, the, the time. Okay. So I can do all those meals. And, and even when I did, now we do as a group, right? Because now we're all, everyone, everyone in my circle does it. We all live on the plan. Right. But when, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm doing the happy dance. When I was alone though, I could do all of my meal prepping in under two hours. Cause I'd use all my oven, all the different burners. I'd get all done in two hours and I would be done for the entire nice. week. I would do nice. everything for a week in two hours. Yeah. Now, God, think of the efficiency. I'm washing dishes one time, the pots and pans mm -hmm. one time. I'm going grocery shopping one time. Mm -hmm. I'm literally taking garbage out one time. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, guys, the rest of the week, I have my meals for the day. Just pull it out and eat it. I, you know, pull it out and eat it. Hit on the go. So I, easy. Yeah. So easy. And I eat every three hours. So, you know, like six, nine, 12, three, and six. Yes. You know, if I was doing a five and then yes. if I was doing a six, I'd split up a little yes. different. So let's, let's talk about this too. Um, People ask about intermittent fasting. Now, um, all right. And I want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about the benefits, how to do that. And so, and realize also, this is a disclaimer. That's what Sean does. It works for his body. Everyone is slightly different. Some people to cut do need more fats. They really do. 
Yes. You know, so I just want to do a disclaimer, but this is what works for him. And of course, if you're a woman my size, you're not going to be wanting to eat 2000 calories a day with the seven ounces of protein as well. I just want to put that out there that don't follow his exact plan. What he's doing is just an example what's working for him. So if you're similar his size, you can start with, with where he's at and kind of go through based on how you feel and the measurements, the scaling um, of, of all of that as well. Yeah. What works for you? Yeah, guys. And the one thing I do want to touch on really quick, and because we can talk about nutrition for hours and right. hours. Right, and I do want to touch on intermittent fasting. We are, and I'm going there, and I'm going to give you a lava. And, and here's <laughs> the thing, right? The type of food you eat does differ, right? Because I believe there's many different styles of eating, right? You've heard of like paleo, you've heard of vegan, mm -hmm. you've heard of all this other stuff. Well, I found most successful for my body yes. was the primal lifestyle, which means, you know, carnivore, vegetables, nuts, seeds, you know, we live closest to the way we evolved, right? So when it's in that particular diet, there is a lot of fats and there is a lot of that protein, which is what sustains you for yes. those long period of time. So mm -hmm. if you eat something that is like sugar, mm -hmm. that carbohydrate is going to flash, turn it in, so it's gone. You have no energy. It's gone. So you can't eat a bunch of sugar and then fast for 12 hours, right? Correct. Eating the right food in combination with intermittent fasting is how to successfully do it. Yeah. So the 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 takeaway from all of that is no matter what diet, I call it nutritional intake. Whatever nutritional intake you decide to do, it should be clean food. Okay. Unprocessed clean food, whether you call it primal, whether you call it keto, whether you call it whole 30, whatever it is, the base of everything, all of those is clean food. Here, clean food. Here's a secret, guys. When you go in the grocery store, stay to the outside. If you have to go down an aisle, you are wrong. <laughs> well, just not the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, hey, listen, we all make choices in life. Choices. I, I like my abs. <laughs> right, it is a choice. It, it is a choice. Uh, you know, we Here's have our thing. perspective. Here's the thing. Take off your clothes, look in the mirror. Yeah. If you're wearing it, it means you put it in your mouth. That's right. And are you happy? Are you happy with what you see? You have to be raw and real with yourself. If you're happy with yourself, that's, that's all that matters. Really, it is. Right. But if you want to be better, then make better choices. Yes. So we can go down this lane for hours, guys. And nutrition is one of the most important things. And again, I can talk about this, this, you know, forever. But another thing I've got to talk about is physical fitness mm. and the importance of resistance training, right? It is important for everyone. And again, with a primal lifestyle, I kind of, I believe in lifting heavy shit, mm. sprinting, you know, once in a while, and then moving your body frequently, right? It's the way that we evolved as humans, right? We would have to fight for our food, then eat it. But we were mainly nomadic looking for our food. So we walked a lot of periods of times, right? We got that food, we were able to eat it. Then we had to wait periods of time to find it. So that's the style that I closely adapt with nutritionally, but also physically because I'm a man, masculine, a lot of testosterone. And even for women, the importance of lifting weight. And I'll let yes. her touch on that. But for a guy, listen, it, it triggers your testosterone. It keeps your body fat low. It increases that libido. I have never worked out and then after goes, damn, I wish I didn't do that. So <laughs> I've never regretted a work well, leg day. I mean, throwing up. You didn't regret it. I'm sure you didn't regret it. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. That's my point, guys. The way that you feel, and if you ever saw that Legally Blonde movie, right, where she's talking about, you know, working out gives you endorphins and, you know, happy people don't kill people, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's the stay off murder road. It. It'll work Just out. Stay off murder road. Just work out. That needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> no, but in all reality, and so if you're a guy, you need to move your body. You need to lift. I believe in functional fitness, multiple mm -hmm. joint movements. Again, yes. your age, your, if you play a sport, it's, it, this is you. It's your own journey. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you to get there and move your damn body. Yeah. Yes. But, I, but in the gym space, I've managed gyms and I used to watch. I've been a trainer. And here's the common mistake I see most women make who are having their weight struggle, right? They go to the gym. They get on the cardio machine, right? They go all damn day in that cardio machine and nothing ever changes, right? Yeah, women, no, absolutely not. Let me just tell you straight up. Everything he's talking about for men is the same thing for women. It really is. You need that muscle mass. You need that muscle mass just more for the looks, but for your bones. You break down your bone density as you age, especially for women, it's a lot worse. The only way, the only way to strengthen your bone density is to load it. Just like your muscles, you have to put that stress on it. Just like your muscles, the more muscle you have on your body, the higher your metabolism, the leaner your body, the more ageless you're going to be, the better bone structure you're going to have. You're going to age more gracefully. You're going to have more energy. Your hormones are going to be healthier. You need that testosterone in your body. We need the same hormones, just a different harmony, a different balance. And delivered a little differently. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is true too, though. Yeah. It really is. We we need, he has estrogen. I have estrogen. He has testosterone. I have testosterone. He still needs some. He does, just like I do. So you got to have that muscle. That cardio machine is breaking down that muscle, which is killing your bones, which is just making your skin flabby. That is not the way to lose weight. I don't care what people say. Listen to this. You need that muscle. You need that weight lifting. You need that heavy weight. You really do. So I have something to say, and I'm going to admit something right now, right? So when I go to the gym, and I've done this for years, like uh -huh. I want to do the same shit in the gym, right? Do about 12 sets, pat myself in the back. Got a good workout. Got a good pump. Feeling good. That's one way. And the other way was when I have a written plan by a personal trainer that I literally follow <laughs> what he or she said to do. I do the sets, I do the reps, and I have to check in. I had that accountability factor. And let me tell you, me on a plan, mm, average, better than average. Me following a plan, yes. best shape of my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wasn't fun getting there, but man, I loved getting there, right? And so... For me, I know, and this is my self-accountability. I go to the gym, yes, but there is a difference between going to the gym and going to the gym with intentionality, with a purpose and following a plan. Same with your food. Same with your food. Same with your food. So guys, if you hear me saying this word plan, 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 and plan, plan, it's like the most common theme because again, just like your life, just like your business, you need a roadmap to get to the place you're going. And right now we're talking about your body. So whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's just healthy, but it has to have some type of metrics so you can define it so you can go after yes, it. Yes, yes. Right? But once you do that, you need a plan because here's the thing. You go a certain period of time, you analyze the results, right? And if you, sometimes you can shift that plan, mm -hmm. right? So without following consistent plan, mm -hmm. right? And tracking results, okay. we're not going to make progress. You'll get inconsistency. Exactly. Consistency equals consistency. It's going to get you to where you want to go. So exactly. You got to have that point. You got to, you got to know what you want in a body. Number one, how, do you want to have energy? Do you, what, how do you want to look? How do you want to feel? Because feeling is nutrition. How you look is working out. 
And and overall, both of those to achieve both of those, yep. you got to have your sleep. So, what time are you going to bed? What time are you waking up? When are you having your gym time? And and what, how are you eating? Yep. What, you you got to have that plan because without that plan, exactly what he said, you're not going to get to where you want to go. Yep. You're just not. It's going to be frustrating. I know so many people that are frustrated over their health. Just listen to us. Listen to this. Have that plan. Follow up consistently with that discipline. Boom, you'll get it. It's inevitable. And so, guys, we're running out of time again. So we're going to ask you to kindly subscribe below, throw some love in the comment section. <laughs> and we got a lot more to talk about. So, again, this week we were talking about the second degree of fortitude, which is the fuel pillar. It's one of my favorites, one of her favorites. Yes. And next time, next time, we're going to be talking about the finances, right? Make that money, baby. Now, this is one of the most uncomfortable conversations for people because most people don't even look at their bank statement, right? They look paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. and they let their money control them. And again, this is business. This is personal. This is wealth creation. This is how you pay, how you fund for this life that you've created, that you're visualizing, legacy. your legacy, right? This is how you make it happen by writing a check, right? Yes. So guys, we're going to talk about the next time. Again, I'm Sean C. O'Neill. Jessica, brothers, until next time, guys. Rock your day. Love yourself today more than yesterday.